All right, welcome to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I'm Caleb, and with me as always is Brandon. And the beginning of the 2021 season is always uh, a little bit different because we only talk about Michigan right now because Lions won't uh, get picked up until next week. So this is a Michigan-only episode. I don't know if that's exciting or kind of sad. So it's a throwback. <laughs> a throwback. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll just kind of start jumping right into it. Uh, for those of you who might be first joining us, this is a uh, sports podcast for the fans, by the fans. Don't forget to call into the voicemail if you'd like to and share your thoughts. We will be getting to those voicemails here in a moment. I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, the matchup here and some of the details before we discuss voicemails. Uh, so the game is this coming Saturday. It is a noon kickoff, and it's going to be a home game in Ann Arbor for the Wolverines. You can catch the game on ESPN. Uh, right now, so we're recording here on Tuesday night, Michigan is favored by 17 points and the over under is 67 points. So apparently they're expecting a lot of scoring. Which is not the Jim Harbaugh way. No. It's the struggle on offense. Yeah. Maybe they're just thinking that Western Michigan is going to score a ton. Except for that wouldn't match up correctly with the uh, Michigan favor by 17. But, hey, what do we know? I am not a Vegas sports expert. So, but, yeah. So, the first episode is always so difficult because we're coming in off of nothing, all this talk of practice and everything. So, I find it really difficult to even really say too much. Even the first few games, it's not even all that easy. I mean, yes, there'll be some things to be able to specifically call out, but especially when you're playing opponents like Western Michigan, it's hard to gauge um, off of that, even though Western Michigan is coming in and they, out of a lot of teams, actually had a decent 2020 with how messed up it was. Uh, kind of the uh, tale of two teams, Michigan ended two and four, and then Western Michigan went four and two. So we'll be going into the details. Uh, I'll be talking about kind of who they return, different players and uh, thoughts and things of that nature. But it is uh, one of our specialties is having our voicemail. So I think that we should do our voicemails first and kind of a reaction and thoughts on uh, what people are sharing. So we've got two this week. And we'll go ahead and jump right into it. So, imagine my surprise. Y'all know who this is. We ain't gonna even get into that. Welcome back. Let me just let me let me start on. Welcome back, fellas. Now that that's out of the way, imagine my surprise seeing y'all come back. And I'm listening to the podcast. I'm like, oh man, I got the new four back. This is cool. I might donate some money on each month because I got two jobs now. Not that I couldn't donate earlier, but now I, I can donate and not really worry about it. And then I heard the podcast. I don't listen to Lions, though, because I was a Niners fan, but I don't even watch the NFL no more because of how they did my man Kaepernick. But y'all talking about Michigan going 6-6 six and six and 75. Brandon still talking like, you know, he hiding from a killer in his house. 
I'm like, yo, they ain't even in dudes no more. Man, they called the Blue Brothers. Y'all should be called the, I got the Blues Brothers, man, because this, come on, fellas, like, let's be in dudes now. I, I can see eight or nine win. That's the start. At least Don Brown is gone. We got eight. Thank God for that. Uh, Jay Harbaugh ain't close to the running back. So, um, I'm sorry. Let me, let me, uh, Brandon, you already know. Let me call him by his real name. Jay, I can't get a job without my daddy, Harbaugh. Uh, Mike Zorda, he's gone. Like, a lot of the trash is gone. You know, even, even some of the starters are gone. Like, man, I hate to do this. Y'all know how I feel about this one player. I'm not going to, no, I'm, I'm going to rip into him. Vincent Gray is the Josh Metellus of quarterback. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad those two didn't play together because if I was a quarterback, I'd throw to that side every time. Vincent Gray is the worst Michigan quarterback I've ever seen in my life, son. And I've seen some bad ones. And Josh Metellus was the worst Michigan safety I've ever seen in college football history. I've been watching college football for 20 plus years. Those two are the worst DBs I've ever seen. Now that I got that out the way, Vincent Gray lost his job. Thank goodness. Mike Barrett lost his job. Hey, you're not guaranteed anything. So if you lose your job in Michigan, one, that means you, I guess you were entitled and you weren't really that good. You might as well transfer. Because Will Johnson's coming in next year and they got some good linebackers coming in. So those two might as well get their degrees and go. But y'all got to, y'all got to be more enthusiastic, man. Come on. It's called the Blue Brothers, man. Let's go. It's a new season. They got rid of the trash. Don Brown gonna go stink up the joint in Arizona and be fired within three years. But I expect better than that from y'all, man. Come on. I ain't gonna go through a whole season of this. Even if you're right. Y'all better do something different. Go blue. All right. Well, for those of you who don't know, that was Steven. Appreciate the voicemails as always. And uh yeah, always laying it out there and telling us how he feels. So Brandon, <laughs> yeah, no, pu- no punches pulled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brand, uh, Brandon is uh, in his office protecting himself from waking up his uh, kids in the middle of the night. So yeah, I was going to say my, the office shares a wall with a room and they are three and one years old. <laughs> yeah. So even if Brandon does get fired up, I don't expect that to be conveyed to, uh, too crazy through the audio, but, um, yeah, no, I, I can totally, I can totally agree. Uh, I'll jump in on, uh, the quick mentions of our first, uh, season opener episode last week. And absolutely it was a down in the dump blues episode because it's coming off the drag. It to- I am totally coming off the drag of last year. Um, but, and we'll, I, I think, you know, enthusiasm will change and everything. But as far as just like, I mean, we're coming in with an outlook, or at least I am. I'm pretty sure Brandon's on the same page. Um, and I know fans approach everything differently. You know, most of the time I was like, new season. All right, great, new things. I mean, you guys could go back and listen to the first episodes of the previous seasons and see the optimism. But we're going, oh gosh, what is it? Seven? Is this year seven? Uh, um, sounds about right. I think it's my what third year. Well, yeah. Um, I'm just thinking even of Harbaugh. So oh. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah, going into year seven. Gosh, sorry. I had to even do the math because I knew it was over five, but I was just like, man, is it six or seven? But it's it's set, going into year seven, and 
I mean, coming off of obviously the worst season because of, because of a couple multiple things, but still like we, we've been in the stage for the past couple of years of show me, don't tell me. And everything is heading in. Okay. I shouldn't say everything, but so much has been heading in the wrong direction. Yes. They got rid of some coaches and uh, some players and things are pointing in the right direction, but doesn't necessarily mean that the ship is actually moving that direction. So that's where I kind of come from it. I know Brandon, you and I share kind of a lot of thoughts with that. So was I far off base with that or is that kind of your same thinking? No, I feel kind of the same way. And a lot of it too is like coming off the weird season last season, mm-hmm. just the only a couple games, a lot of them are canceled. And, you know, I, I went on record saying that I kind of stopped caring after they lost to Michigan state because I didn't think there was any reason for that. And I did not expect Michigan state to like even put up much of a fight. And like, we went from like super high when we stopped Minnesota to come like right back down to earth. <laughs> it was oh, yeah. so disappointing. So sad. So there were so many things about the Michigan State game that were disappointing. Like it was on Halloween was one thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, usually I have plans on Halloween. I mean, I have two kids. And it's just, I don't, it just happened too soon. And then, the you know, the season like legit just kind of petered out at the end. Yeah. Yeah. No, so it's, it's hard to be for me. I'm trying to get excited about it because I love football, but. I'm just having a hard time getting into it this year. And maybe, you know, I'll see something in the game this Saturday that'll, you know, reignite the flame, if you will. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I already know that I'm more excited because we had uh, college football this past weekend. Michigan didn't even play, but I already know, like, I feel it now. You know, college football's here. It's going to be fun. Even Even if my team doesn't do as well as I hope, you know, it's still going to be fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to be, I, I'm that ride in the waves where it's just like the highest high when the team wins, but then when they lose, man, it sucks and it's super low. Um, but I mean, that's the thing. Show me, don't tell me. I want to see something. I want to actually know something. Cause I mean, a lot of people are uh, down on Michigan for this first game against Western Michigan. And let's face it, Western Michigan is not going to be in the, Top, uh, they might be in the top half of the teams that they're playing, like maybe the sixth best team, maybe, um, just because they're returning a lot of players. Again, that's a big maybe. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes and everything. Um, and then Steven, of course, sharing his thoughts about uh specific players. So yeah, we'll we'll see what uh what goes on with that? I mean, considering that the defense should look completely different because Brown is gone, as you stated. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, some of that will definitely work in their favor because, you know, they have no uh, opponents have no tape to base things off of, especially Western Michigan. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I've got some other thoughts about the defense uh, later on when we kind of get more into predictions for the game. But uh yeah, you know, so you know, stick around, Steven. I, I know you'll stick around. It's it's not gonna be as doom and gloom as the first one, but hey, I'm just saying, like, and that's the thing. I, I want to be proven wrong. I want to be proven wrong, but there's a track record, you know. That's that's kind of how it goes. Like that's the same thing, like uh 
what, what if somebody comes in and says, Hey, you know, Vincent gray, he's going to do good. <laughs> and it's like, what is your response going to be? Look at the track record. Look at what he's done. What has happened to make you think that Vincent gray is going to come in and do a good job. Mm -hmm. So that's essentially kind of a little microscope look at how I take the bigger picture of Michigan football, where it's just like, you know, track records, not good. So, but yeah, it'll, you know, we'll, uh, we'll keep doing our thing. And it, I think honestly, like between last week's episode and this week's episode, uh, there, there's a little bit of, you know, scraping off the rust and kind of getting back into things because I mean, it's, uh, it's been a long time since we did the sports episode. So it's kind of, uh, almost like a little foreign territory again. So, all right. So we've got another voicemail here and let's go ahead and get into that one as well. Hello, what's up, Blues Brothers? This is Marisa Tigney. Uh, Twitter handle is at lovely Marisa T. And I'm calling in from Dallas, Texas. And I just want to say a big go blue. I'm excited about this season for a couple of reasons. One, this team is unranked. I love the position that they're in as far as that. Uh, people have a lot of questions, some uncertainty as far as how they're going to do, the quarterback that's been named, see how Kate is going to be with uh, the, the ball this year, if we're actually going to have a good, decent quarterback. Uh, I, I absolutely love it. And the thing is, another reason I'm excited, the real Michigan fans will stick with this team and see what this team will progress through week to week. Um, and the coaches that have been added on this team and the coaches that have been departed, uh, I believe all the right uh, pieces are in place. And I'm excited to see how we're going to do. So either you're with us or you're against us. But the real Michigan fans will be with us all the way. And uh, big go blue, man. I'm, I'm excited about it. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to your podcast all season long. I'll be tuning in. All right, I'm out. All right, Marissa, thank you so much for that voicemail. Appreciate it. I believe that's uh, her first one. So, yeah, calling out the Michigan faithful for people to stick with it. And uh, I can concur with that. I mean, there's uh, one thing on being not optimistic, but we will still be sticking around and we will be watching the highs and lows and celebrating the victories and critiquing the uh, – the breakdowns of anything that uh, might not end with a W. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we'll see how that goes, but uh, yeah, thanks for calling. It is uh, that is a good point to bring up on being unranked. That is something that I actually haven't uh, dwelt on too much. Brandon, how are you feeling about that with, uh, I mean, it seems rightfully so that they're unranked. How do you, do you think that really has a, an effect on anything? Um, I guess, you know, they could put a chip on a guy's shoulders. Um, but you know, hardball teams really haven't shown that too much since he's been around. Um, I guess being unranked, it does make sense, mm -hmm. you know, for how they played last year, they've lost a few players. Um, you know, the coaching team is like switched up a little bit. So, you know, I kind of understand that. Do I think that they'll be ranked at some point? Maybe. I don't, 
I mean, but, it makes it makes sense to me that they're not ranked. And I guess, you know, it could drive them to want to like prove everybody wrong, which, you know, I fully support. Like you said, like prove us wrong. Yeah. It's like I want to be proved wrong. How how highly ranked do you think they could get? Like top 25, top 20, top 15, top 10. Like just just throwing some out there. Like doesn't have to be like dissected Mm. um i think top 25 really at this at this time i really don't know what to expect with this team and you know that kind of goes hand in hand with our last week's episode where you know (laughs) neither one of us are really expecting them to do much Mm. so it's you know it's one of those we keep saying it but prove me wrong. Um, I didn't see much last year. So, you know, I'd like to see, you know, I'd like to see something, I guess. Uh, I don't really know how to gauge this team. Well, for sure. It's way too early really to tell. I mean, anything, especially with the messed up season last year. Um, I think getting in the top 25 is definitely something that's going to happen. This team, I believe is capable of being, being a top 15, being in the top 15, I'm not going to come out and say that they're going to do it though. Um, I mean, honestly, like if all the skills came together and the coaching and the game plans were on point and everything, uh, I feel like they could crack the top 10. I mean, cause they've got the talent, they've got a good, uh, a good, I'm not saying the most amazing, but they've got a good coaching staff so they've got the pieces. The question is, are they actually going to do it and are they going to execute? So um, I would probably, you said top 25, I would say top 20 um, with, the, uh, with the ability to go to top 15, depending on how things go. They do have a couple, couple games early enough on, though, that, uh, that are not going to be easy. That could kind of hold them back from climbing very high. So. We'll have to kind of watch and see. So thanks again, uh, Stephen and Marissa, for the voicemails. Always appreciate it. And if anybody else ever wants to call in, uh, we have the voicemails uh, for each week's episode, 551-258-3276. All right, so into more of the breakdown. So as I said, it's kind of the tale of two teams. Things were looking good for Western Michigan last year. They did not end the best because they had a two-game losing streak, uh, one in a two-possession game, and the other one was, I think, just a three-point loss. Um, they are definitely a offense-built team. They were scoring quite a bit last year, um, but not really able to stop their opponents. They were averaging over 41 points a game, but letting opponents score over 34 points a game. So uh, some of the key things going on with their team is that they have a returning quarterback in Caleb Ellaby. Um, and I did not realize this until kind of um, – getting ready for this week's episode, but there were only two other quarterbacks that had a better passer rating than Ellaby last year. 
and they both were in the first 15 picks of this year's draft. <laughs> really? That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Now, granted, so, I mean, of course, 2020 was what it was. Uh, they had a shortened season as well of only six games, and they only played, <clears throat> excuse me, in their conference. So, I mean, they didn't have any, you know, of these kind of matchups like they have against Michigan here and against some teams from the larger conferences, uh, which obviously would kind of impact that. But I think that's kind of like a an interesting thing. I'm sure they've got stats somewhere um, else too about uh, some of the Mac quarterbacks, you know, in conference, because I feel like that's more uh, evenly panned out than when you take the whole season, because they do always play up to other teams like Michigan. So uh, anyways, they do have some other returning players, uh, two main wide receivers in Sky Moore and Jalen Hall, and they put the Michigan receiving core to shame because um, they had Western Michigan had averages of over 26 yards per reception. And Michigan didn't have a receiver that had more than 16 <laughs> yards per reception. So, yeah. Now, granted, it was also the messed up season between Joe Milton and Cade McNamara. So, um, as I said, definitely an offensive-focused team. Uh, their defense is vulnerable. And Michigan needs to be able to capitalize. So speaking of things like that, Cade McNamara has been named uh, the starter. Uh, he showed good promise last year. Um, I actually, I did not really want to go back and watch film from last year, but I did rewatch uh, highlights from the Rutgers game, which he played the end of the second quarter. And then he played the second half and he led Michigan to the, uh, come back in the three overtime win over Rutgers, which doesn't say a whole lot, but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it, I think that showed him to be a competitor and a winner. And when we have seen things in the past, and I think you see, you saw this with Joe Milton. It's just like, man, some, I swear something weird has been going on with Michigan mentally. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I mean, in the end, coaches are responsibility for or are responsible for the mental toughness of the team, but something has been off. Uh, Joe Milton leaves Michigan and has been named the starter at Tennessee. So, I mean, if he has a shining season at Tennessee, it's just like, what is going on? Uh, you, Brandon, uh, both of us were talking about Nordeen. Mm -hmm. um, today and you informed me that he is now the kicker for the Patriots and he was what <laughs> six for eight or something like that yeah something like that six for eight in a preseason yeah and he was 0-3 in the Rutgers game I think it was and so it's just like okay something definitely has to be off because it's just like you don't a lot of like positional players you can see them like learn new things and advance more and be coached up but a kicker you know it's pretty straightforward and he was really good coming into Michigan and he did not perform as expected and you saw him just hit ruts 
And so if he does well in the NFL, then I'm just going to be like, dude, what? I mean, just more speaking to Michigan's mental weakness. Mm -hmm. Like it's a almost like a disease where they cannot get out of this funk of the mental game. So hopefully Cade McNamara comes in. Uh, he has shown leadership. He has shown being a competitor. Um, and so maybe we'll see that carry out here in the 2021 20, season. Uh, it's kind of hard to say. Uh, a lot of talk has been going on about um, advancements on the front line of both offense and defensively for Michigan. Um, I always kind of want to wait to see it because I always feel like one is weaker than the other. So of course one's going to look better. Um, so I, in this matchup, I kind of feel like Michigan is going to be vulnerable. Um, but that I, I kind of believe, I mean, we've got Aiden Hutchinson. I believe that the, the front Michigan's front is going to be able to press pressure the quarterback. And so it's going to ease things up on the secondary a little bit, but I mean, it's been, again, I'll go back to track record. Michigan's track record was secondary. I mean, some of it is scheme, but also some of its players, uh, I think they're going to get burned a little bit. I don't think that they're going to, ha- uh, maybe not let go of any huge plays, but you know, I mean, they're, probably not going to hold Western Michigan down, mm-hmm. I guess would be a good way to say it. Um, so it's going to kind of be a back and forth give and take with what we saw last year with the running game coming together with McNamara's uh, leadership at quarterback. I think that the offense will do well against this weak Western Michigan defense. Um, it's going to see who kind of steps up and takes the lead. Uh, Michigan's got good speed. So if they can work together and put together some strong, um, not runs, but, uh, put together some good game plans at the beginning to be able to make make it down the field, put up some points, and just get some positive reinforcement for this team, I think that they'll do all right. And mm, I don't want to say win easily, but kind of have a comfortable win. You know, not that stress where it's just like, oh, you know, <laughs> great. we Michigan's going to leave the door open at the end, so we have to wait and see if the other team comes back. Yeah. So, um, I know usually you're the, uh, lines front and everything, but did you have any kind of, uh, other general thoughts and everything here before we kind of get more into the specific breakdowns for predictions? Um, I think there's probably going to be a fair amount of points scored, um, just with, you know, how Western likes to play, uh, you know, the big plays downfield and that their defense isn't that great. Uh, I think Michigan's defense is probably better than their offense. Yep. I mean, I, f- I feel like that's kind of normal for Michigan as of late. Um, I'm kind of hoping with the changing of, you know, the coaches and stuff like that, maybe we see a little more on offense, but, you know, it's going to have to kind of see as we go because don't really know what to expect. But I think 
you know, Michigan will win, and I think it'll be at least a double-digit win, but I don't think it's going to be like a super blowout or anything. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, uh, I, I agree with what you're saying, and I think that's fair. So I'll probably go ahead and uh, unless you want to jump into yours right away, do you want to kind of go into your prediction for the game? Yeah. Okay, you can get started. Okay. Um, you know, like I said, I think there's going to be a fair amount of points scored. Um, I do think Michigan will pull through just because Western's defense, I, I believe, is worse than Michigan's offenses. Um, I I think there there's going to be, you know, a double-digit win, uh, I guess. Man, I guess I can just get into score and kind of go from there. Uh, I I think Michigan's gonna win um, thirty-one to twenty-one. Okay, that's kind of a weird, a weird number, but you know, every year when we do these picks, I always seem to lose to you. So I'm just gonna kind of switch it up this year <laughs> and just not go with my gut again. Nice. <laughs> so I'm just gonna kind of go out there, pick a weird score, see what happens. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I really what I want to see is I want to see what McNamara has, you know, with another with a year under his belt of you know play time, and uh, I want to see what he can do with the limited weapons that they have. I'm, I'm hoping Haskins comes out and he plays well. Uh, man, on defense, he said Hutchinson. That's probably our, our biggest guy. Uh, Dax Hill's another one. Yeah, yeah, he's. We're expecting big things from him as well. Yeah, so. he's he's really looked good in his, his couple of years of time, so I'm excited to see what he can do. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I don't think we're going to have to like worry about Western making a comeback at the end. Yeah, that that's the thing usually with Michigan and these games uh, against teams like this uh, from the MAC and different um, conferences is that it, it might be close for a while, but usually by the fourth quarter, um, as long as they haven't been playing awful, they're able to kind of control the game in the fourth quarter, which usually they try to do for the whole game, but Michigan always seems to find a way not to be able to getting control any earlier so all right so i got you down for a 31 21 michigan win all right well uh that's pretty close to mine because i actually uh have michigan winning 34 to 24 so a double digit win as well and the both of us are going with the under um, by doing the math there, but I just I know a lot of people are kind of high on Western Michigan. Honestly, it's it's a little surprising. Like they have, uh, I've seen some things um, having Western Michigan predicted to win easily. Um, wow. little, yeah, a little surprising with Michigan being a 17 point favorite. Um, I, I think 17's high <laughs> for for the spread. So, um, but man, it just the first games are always 
the toughest and they have a lot of stuff to kind of overcome dig themselves out of but i mean that was 2020 and 20 and that was such a cluster of a year so honestly i mean i think we both feel like this is one if not the most difficult seasons to kind of do an opening uh game preview for we say that every year but this <laughs> this year since it was barely even half a season with two different quarterbacks so i think mcnamara is going to come out and i think that he's going to do well i think he's going to play smart uh i think the running game and the passing game are going to be balanced pretty well from the way that they're setting things up they're talking about doing a uh uh, running back rotate uh, rotation, which is fine. Like if that's your game plan, fine. Just don't do the wishy-washy like, oh, we're going to try you and then we're going to try this other person and we don't know who our running back is. Yeah. If you're doing a rotation and everybody knows that, cool. So we'll see if that's actually the case. So... Uh, I think that there'll be balance on offense. Like I said, I think even though you were saying that defense might be the strong point, I think that that's going to be a little bit up in the air. Uh, I'm kind of expecting some broken plays and Western Michigan to hang around um, for the first half. Maybe not super close, but just, you know, keep things going into the second half. And Michigan, as I said, kind of taking slow control over the game. Um, and finishing it with a 34 to 24 win, man, it'll be good to have an actual game with, you know, a normal crowd watching it. So, (laughs) yeah, it's going to feel weird almost. Yeah. It was interesting watching the games, uh, some of the games this past Saturday, see that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. So it'll be, it's Michigan football. So even when they lose, I still get enjoyment out of watching Michigan football. Obviously, there are different levels of enjoyment, but I'm excited for it. Uh, Going to be working on seeing about making it into a game at some point, but hey, at least it's on TV. College football's back. Michigan's back. So we'll see uh, how things start out and what we can kind of learn about the Wolverines here in this first matchup against the Broncos. So um, any, any final specific thoughts about the Michigan game before we move along to a couple closing things? Uh, I don't think so. Did we say what time and channel it's on? Noon on ESPN? Noon on ESPN. Yep. Uh, I did mention that at the beginning. So, no excuses for missing it now, folks. We've reminded <laughs> you twice. Uh, we also like to do our game locks. Uh, normally, we would do a Big Ten. I would do a Big Ten game. Brandon would do an NFL game, but there are no NFL games. So, uh, Brandon, I'm letting you pick any college football game. Uh, doesn't have to be Big Ten. What, uh, what do you want to lock in this week? <laughs> I felt like I had an advantage, so I figured I would go top 25 lock at least to kind of narrow it down. Um, I'm going to take LSU to cover the three-point spread against uh, UCLA. All right. The game is at the Rose Bowl. 
but I just can't see, you know, we, we talked about it before we started recording, like UCLA beat up on Hawaii, but everybody beats up on Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see Charbonnet um, running for 100 yards and three touchdowns against LSU. I just yeah. can't see that happening. I don't either. Even though Charbonnet did really good against Hawaii. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll get to see how all those other Michigan players do on different teams and everything. So... Um, all right, LSU covering negative three versus UCLA. I am, uh, of course, I have a Big Ten lock, and I say that I hate it because usually it is an easy uh, win or prediction, but I'm going to take Ohio State covering uh, the negative 14 spread against Minnesota. So it is um, in Minnesota. It is a Thursday night game, but it's OSU. I mean, it's going to be the first game of the season. Minnesota is not coming off anything great either. So I am, I don't think, I'm kind of thinking that they're going to win by like, I don't know, somewhere between 14 and 20 points. So nothing outrageous. But I wonder what OSU's record against the spread is. I might have to look that up sometime. So, all right. And then the last thing that we do is we have our questions of the week. Um, So no Lions question, obviously, this week. Uh, We will go ahead and go with the Michigan question. Uh, Brandon, I'm going to ask you, do you think that Michigan will score more through the air or on the ground? Hmm. I'm going to say on the ground. All right. I am. No, it's for it's first week and everything. I'm not too worried about, you know, us having differences and everything. Cause I am, I am predicting the same. Um, they had a good production from Haskins and McNamara likes to run in in himself too. So if they get down there in the, uh, within the 10 yard line, most of the time, I think they're going to be running it in. So I will predict the ground game as well. So, all right, well, there it is. First blue bros preview episode of 2021. Uh, as I said, we are scraping off the rust and, uh, kind of moving forward. Definitely, <laughs> definitely things coming to together better this week than last week. So, uh, I, I think that helps having uh, one weekend of some college football games in and, you know, realizing what is about to come and hopefully better things for Michigan this year than last. So, yeah, can right. only look on a brighter side, I guess hope that it'll be better than last year yes and we will uh we will see what michigan shows us on the field so we appreciate you all hanging out with us uh thanks for the voicemails uh enjoy the game this weekend and we will be coming back uh episodes will be releasing on wednesdays or thursdays each week depending on how recording goes for us so as uh, always we'll finish off with go blue go blue